Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Welcome to Top 5, a show that, uh, I don't know, we make lists and you listen to it. You know you love it. There you go. Wow. What? Best intro I, ever. I am mad at Zach. <laughs> I, actually got, wa- I actually got fired tonight. Yes. Again? If you want to know how yeah. Zach got fired, listen to next week's Munchkinland. Yep. It's all there. There you go. So this week, a uh, listener said in, sent in and said, you guys ought to do your top five pets that you most want, real or fictional. And so today's list, top five pets that we want, parentheses, real or fictional, close parentheses. I'm glad you closed those parentheses because, thanks. I will start off with Ula, the all-purpose pet, created by, uh, what's his name, and his wife, Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, Mr. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor and Mrs. What's his name? Yes, yes. That guy from that thing. Yes, I this remember. pet most often takes the shape of a green cat, but has been known to sprout wings and change into any shape that it wants, and it communicates with you telepathically. Mm. My number five pet on the list. I know a lot of you were like, "Are you talking about that uh, dancer in the Star Wars?" Because no, that would not be cool. Yeah, that would not be cool. But, as an all-purpose pet, Ula is my number five. Mm. Zach, what do you have for your number five? My number five comes from the mystical land of Avatar. And whatever that world is that is called that I forget named right now. Anyways, in the first thing of Avatar, The Last Airbender, our main character, Aang, has a pet. And his name is Momo. Mm -hmm. And he is a winged lemur. He can fly. And he's funny. And so if I'm if I'm choosing pets, things I look for, uh, are you funny? Mm-hmm. Do you make me happy? And uh, can you fly? He meets, I'm going to assume, I'm assume Momo will make me happy in life. Yeah, yeah. That's three out of three. You're on the list, Momo. Congratulations. Welcome to my house. <laughs> That's all I got. They fly and they poop. <laughs> Be Does careful. Does he poop? I never saw him poop in the show. Uh, well, they can't fact checkers. Poop in a cartoon. I don't know. I don't know. Rodrigo, who do you have for your number five? Uh, my number five is an actual real world animal. Um, I I really like the way that uh, Chow's look. Yeah. Um, like those super furry lion dog looking guys. Yeah. Um, sometimes they have blue tongues. It's you know for. As far as a normal pet goes, they're pretty unusual looking. Um, I'd want to have one probably now. In so far as like I live alone and it wouldn't be an issue. I hear they're pretty like they're like it's difficult to socialize yes. them. Like they're good guard dogs, yes. but um, they don't get away with pe- They don't get along with people, mm-hmm. and they don't get along with like they don't always get along with children, which right. is kind of a problem. Because uh, you're nine children. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is now at this now point in the my, at this time. point in my life, yeah. it would be the best time to mm-hmm. have a chow. Yeah. True. Um. So that's my uh, number five is a chow. Used to have a little uh, like chow Pekingese mix, something mm-hmm. like that. Chow Bad Pekingese. thing is those little tiny dogs that are bred that way. First of all, they have breathing problems because uh-huh. they're snouts. Yeah, yeah. And then the problem is also their uh, pelvis. Um, gets yeah. dysplasia, yeah, yeah. and this dog that we had was mean, just like you're talking about. Mm. And then its uh, nerve started to pinch, and so he was extra uh, mean and crabby. That's unfortunate. But a good dog, guard dog, because the minute you walk in the house, uh, he would attack you and bite you. So. Nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. So, 
Excellent. Good one on your number five. Uh, what about you, Matthew? What do you have as your number five? Well, I got to tell you, this was a hard list for me because I'm not a pet guy. I don't do pets. I don't have pets. I mean, my kid had a hamster for a while, but then, you know, the hamster croaked and we never really replaced it. When I was growing up, my grandfather had a dog. But, you know, once that dog was gone, I never felt the urge to get another dog. So when I say to myself, well, I don't really want pets necessarily, but if I had to, I think I would I would lean into the realm of the Hanna-Barbera. You know, there's a lot of talking dogs in the Hanna-Barbera and robot talking dogs. And then I started thinking about dogs are so passe. What I want is a talking, anthropomorphic, mystery-solving shark that sounds like Rodney Dangerfield and or the late Jerome Horowitz. So my number five would be Jabberjaw. Because, yes, he's a coward, but he's literally a nine-foot-tall shark. And even though he's a cowardly nine-foot-tall shark, he still helps to solve, you know, mysteries and have adventures. And having a nine-foot-tall shark running around with you would be just super awesome on pretty much all fronts with the possible exception of what in God's name do you feed a nine-foot-tall anthropomorphic shark? Whatever it wants, waka waka. I'm thinking probably the same thing we do with Rob, a Chinese buffet until he falls asleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised uh, that uh, your Jabberjaw, would he be voiced by Frank Welker? Jabberjaw is always voiced by Frank Welker. Not Tommy Cook or Barry Gordon? Jabberjaw Pat Paris is always okay. No, there like there had to been like white six episodes, and they had like four different people doing his voice. There are two men, and two men only, who can replace Frank Welker. One of them is Don Messick, and he is dead. The other is Dawes Butler, and he is likewise no longer with us. So unless and until you can find a way to resurrect Don and Dawes, I'm gonna go with Frank Welker. My number five, Frank Welker voice, anthropomorphic, nine foot tall, talking shark, what solves mysteries. Okay. Mine, a little bit simpler. Even though I'm not a big fan of the rat uh, species, yeah. I think having a Pikachu mm. would actually be really cool. It'd actually be Pika! awesome. Because it's got the little red cheeks yeah. that you just want to snuggle up to. And then it electrocutes you. And then, you know, uh-huh. if you're about to be mugged, you can. You know, use him as a taser. Throw it at that intruder. Yeah. and uh, no, you, have, you have to throw the ball. Well, I was going to say, I best think. of all, you don't have to get one of those expensive carry cages. You That's just awesome. shove him into one of those little round and white balls. Pikachu. <laughs> Who would not love a Pikachu? It's just, you think... I think the closest thing are like, um, what are they called? Sugar... What are those little... Uh, sugar gliders? Sugar gliders is kind yeah. of the thing that looks almost the closest, I think, to a Pikachu. Yeah. Um, but of course bigger, but he's also a rat. So that's why he's mm-hmm. all the way down at my number four. I'm sure he's up on much higher on other people's list, but, uh, uh, Pikachu. And you, you know, when two, the power goes out right? and just recharge yeah, the, just there you go. the house plug, runs, plug, your plug him into the house plug generator. Plug him in. <laughs> Let's look at him like anti, anti, uh, <laughs> animal. Yeah. Peter's going to be down <laughs> in my house. Unplug the Pikachu. Professor, well, they already kind of hate Pokemon on account oh, of it yeah. being basically yeah, dog so maybe, fighting as maybe, far as some Maybe they'd be concerned. okay with it then. So. I don't know, man. Any animal that can talk but only talk a limited amount is going to be like having a toddler around forever. Pika! Oh, no, no, you Pika just keep them in, they can just keep them in the ball. Him. What? Yeah. T- Timmy's caught in the well? What? No, you just keep them in their ball what? until you, you need them. You want to eat my soul? What? Having a Pokeball would kind of be like having a TARDIS that can't time travel. It's bigger on the inside? So, yeah. How do you know it's bigger on the inside? Because an entire... Have you seen how big some Pokemon are? Yeah, but they get, like, true. energized. And they get, like, I really don't know how a Pokeball works, I just assume. Oh, I thought like, it teleported them over to the main scientist guy's lab. No. Well, no, then you take the ball, <laughs> yeah. and you can send the ball to the lab. Oh, okay. Yeah, shove them in that little ball. They'll fit. <laughs> a few holes in it. Yeah, 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 for breathing. Yeah. And remember, yeah, before kids, you ship it, yeah. science! What do you have for your number four there, uh, Zach? My number four uh, is an interesting choice, I feel like. Uh, okay. When, we, when, this, when this topic was proposed, I was like, ah, oh, there's some pretty cool things in the Star Wars universe. What it, what would be my favorite thing? I like to have a pet from the Star Wars universe. 
And the first thing Sar- that pops in my mind, yeah, that's Sarlacc. <laughs> well, where, where would I keep Leia the Sarlacc? Is the question. That's why I ruled that out. There's a lot of fields around. Yeah, that's here true. Where nothing ever happens. <laughs> and sinkholes sometimes appear yeah. in them already. Yeah, so there you go. We're fine. Anyways, the first thing that appeared in my mind was an Ewok. I said, <laughs> "How great would the Ewok as a pet?" Sure. And I said, slaver. "It would be awesome." <laughs> I assume because wow. I mean, if, if we look at Pokemon, they're uh-huh. pretty sentient beings. Yeah, but they, they don't—they don't have a culture. Yeah, they don't. Do, don't, they don't they though? I feel like they some Pokemon do some have a culture. Some of them do. I think I think that that opens up an entirely different discussion as far as Pokemon because mm-hmm. if you go by the cartoon and actually some aspects of the games, I mean, there are Pokemon that are completely sentient. Absolutely. Um, and there are Pokemon that do exhibit signs of having a culture. Mm-hmm. Um, however, like in the world of the cartoon, not only are they all like trapped, like, and they're okay with that. They like. Like, in the world of the cartoon, they enjoy being trapped by little boys and then fighting <laughs> awesome fights. Yeah. Um, and, and furthermore, some Pokemon, some, some, some Pokemon are eaten. Like, there's, there's like you can, you can eat some of them. Like, some of the fish Pokemon we see on the show that people eat them. So, Whoa. it's it's a complex relationship. That's now, my relationship Ewoks, Ewoks, on the other <laughs> hand, <laughs> yep, they no. use tools. They have music. Yeah. They have those crappy Jigglypuff sings. That's just the the bird sings. Yes, but if is you Jiggly brought Puff in your translating, your no, it's not. Okay then. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So Ewok is really your number four. Well, that's what I came up with. Wow, oh, man, wow. it's a rough pick. I understand. Zach. Zub zub Zach. <laughs> Zach. Obviously, I wouldn't treat him like a slave. I would treat him like a pet. <laughs> oh well, that's much better. What? <laughs> Are you going to dress him in a little metal bikini and every time he tries to run no, away you yank you his chain? No, and... you shouldn't dress pets. That's weird. <laughs> well, there goes my number three. Wow. Was yours easy walk- Ewoks too? No, it was Leia in a bikini. <laughs> God. Uh, oh. I'm going to hell for that joke. Rodrigo, what do you have for your number four? Uh, my number four is... Also a sentient being, <laughs> uh, but one that pretty much does behave like a pet most of the time, um, and that is uh, from the uh, '80s and early '90s uh, cartoon Thundercats. Um, snarf. Snarf. Now. Snarf. Yeah. <laughs> now here's a here's snarf, the thing. Here's, snarf. The snarf. Here's, snarf doesn't talk though, right? He does. Oh, does he have like a regular? In the, old, in the old cartoon, he does. Oh, okay. In the new cartoon, he doesn't. He doesn't. Okay. He's, he's actually more of a pet. In the I new thought cartoon. that he talked in the. First now one. the 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 main reason why I would want Snarf as a pet is that I have this pretty big problem, uh, which is that uh, people invite me to things. Yeah. Um, and I hate people. Right. So, but I also don't want to be rude. I mean, I'm 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 a, I'm a misanthrope, but I don't want to be impolite. So, uh, what I would do if I had Snarf as a pet is anytime anybody invited me to anything, I would just show up with Snarf. And um, very quickly, I'd, I'd be I'd be like, "Hey, Snarf, why don't you tell everybody about how no one ever listens to you?" And I'd be like, "Oh, Snarf, Snarf, oh, no one listens to Snarf, oh, Snarf, Snarf." <laughs> and eventually, people would just stop inviting me. To there things. you go. So that's that's why I would that's why I would have Snarf. And I, and I have uh, clearly, um, I just. You know, off off the top of my head, going by this panel, very high tolerance for annoying characters. <laughs> I'd just like to well, let's point see. We out got that we got Zub Zub, Pika Pika, and Snarf Snarf Snarf. This puts a whole new complexion on Rodrigo inviting me to Thanksgiving. I am I am highly offended. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Now, why don't you tell all your friends how nobody listens to what? Oh man. <laughs> Matthew, who do you have on your number four? My or number what four do you have? is who, what? To, what do you have on your number four? My number four, to continue our theme of horrifying choice in pets, <laughs> is likewise, albeit several decades after his origination, revealed to be a sentient being. But here's the thing. When it comes to your, your, your sentience, you have to ask yourself, where is that level? I mean, people are like, I have a friend who swears her dog can smile. And I tell her, your dog is not smiling. Your dog is sitting there. She's breathing. She's fine. She's happy. I like your dog. Your dog is a smart dog. She has a brain the size of an orange. And as dogs go, she's pretty charming. But, you know, she's not smiling. She's not freaking smiling. But it came to a point that Reap Daggle, 
realized that his pet, the sentient blob of slork that sits on his shoulder and mimics his transmutations, seemed to be more than just, you know, a, a, a little mimic. It had its own thought processes and eventually started arguing for its own sentience and came to a point where Prody 2 actually had his own job as a wedding photographer in the 30th century. And at one point, they actually did a really wonderful story where Prody came back and Prody and Reap were talking about this. And he's like, I don't blame you. I used to be resentful, but now I'm over it. And then they sang their old song together and they hung out and they were friends, which is why my number four pet would be a transforming blob of slorg that looks kind of like a gravy stain. And I say that because pretty much all of my shirts have those. Was, was Prody a um, one of a kind thing or was it like... Prody was from a race of proteans. Okay. In fact, the original Prody, and this is high-level nerd stuff, kids, so uh, take a drink. The original Prody gave up his life to resurrect Lightning Lad when Lightning Lad was killed in Adventure Comics number, I'm going to say 306. Adriana will convince me, correct me if I'm wrong. Then there was another Prody who showed up called Prody 2. And that, I think, is probably the most offensive thing that Chameleon Boy did was... Not not only did he have a pet who was a living member of another race, when he got a new one, he said, okay, your name is Prody also. <laughs> I'm going to call you Prody too, which is kind of, you know, a little tiny bit problematic. But yes, he was an alien of the, well, the Antarian race, depending on how you look at it. Mm. Which there are, you know, there's four different versions of the Legion, right? Mm-hmm. Time travel is a thing. Prody but yes, Prody two. 2 would be my number four okay. favorite pet. Once again, not really a pet guy. Okay. So my number five was a cat that could sprout dragon wings and communicate with you telepathically. Mm-hmm. My number four was something I can shoot lightning out of its butt at people. <laughs> so if I'm going to become <laughs> the all-ruling uh, evil uh, villain, I need to do it from the air. Mm. Rain lightning down from the air. <laughs> With my uh, flying uh, cat dragon. And the only way you can do that is if you have a sky bison. Ooh. So, uh, yes, the uh, Appa. Uh, is it Appa? Yeah. 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 From uh, The Last Airbender and then in the uh, uh, Legend of Korra. Uh, these giant flying bison that you can just kick back on. I mean, it's it's like a family of 12 can go, uh, yeah, you can just put a go to the beach. It. Yes. They're like a big furry minivan. Oh yeah, and you know they they don't uh, they don't seem to cause much trouble. Mm-hmm. All you need is a field for them to eat and munch and let them play in the sky. I don't think they have to be licensed. Um, but if you're wanting to uh, terrorize a city with your amazing lightning powers, <laughs> then a sky bison is the way to do it. Especially Look, up in the sky. <laughs> oh my god, it's a flying buffalo. Uh, <laughs> especially since you wouldn't be grounded. Yes, exactly. Pick up, pick up. Bow down before me. Oh, that'd be awesome. My number three, Sky Bison. Zach, what do you got for awesome. your number three? My number three, um, again, is somewhat of a of, of a of a very sentient being. <laughs> this one is already a pet. You're though. gonna get us in trouble. Is a pet. Oh. Uh, this is th- it. The Hulk? <laughs> no. Bum, bum, My bum, number bum. three. Uh, oh, do you have the Hulk on your list? I don't. Oh, sorry. Um, is it, is it Batman? No. Batman is human. My number three is a pet who seems quiet in all in, in all likelihood. When he's around, he just kind of purrs, does things. But when you don't know where he is, he's off fighting evil criminal people. Mm. My number three <laughs> is Perry the Platypus. Perry! Yeah, Nobody I feel like knows he'd, how to make that noise. He's a great pet because I think you might have to feed him. I'm pretty sure if I didn't feed him, he could find food by himself oh, fairly sure. easily in the, at the the HQ. They give him kibble. Yeah. And he likes it. And he's, I mean, pretty low-maintenance animal, I feel like. I don't really watch him that much. In fact, he would probably prefer you don't watch him that much so he can go and save the Tri-County area. I like your thought process there, Zach. Thank you. Yeah, low-maintenance pets are important. Yeah, absolutely. My number three. You have, to brush, you have to brush Snarf all the time. Snarf, 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 all my scales. <laughs> my weird belly scales. Snarf, <laughs> snarf. 
I've got, I've got a little bit of, uh, I think that what is that, that stuff here. Some snarf. Uh, get, I'll get the file. We're gonna need to use the file on this. <laughs> little, snarf. Little psoriasis, I think, oh, and then Rodrigo's just praying for the sky bison that shoots lightning down upon the <laughs> yeah. upon him to uh, visit Snarf. Once uh, again, no matter what it is, you find a way to become a super film. Exactly, Rodrigo. What do you have as your number three? Uh, my number three is um an elephant, but not not any elephant. The the, the thing about elephants is that um they're endangered. Yes, they're endangered. Um, they <laughs> require a lot of different things. Um, obviously, peanuts. yeah, lots of peanuts. Mm-hmm. Um, that wouldn't go away. But, you know, elephants behave like elephants. However, this particular elephant, Shep the elephant, uh, does not behave like an elephant. He, in fact, behaves like a puppy. Um, if you've ever watched the George of the Jungle cartoon or watched the movie with Brendan Fraser... Uh, Shep the elephant uh, behaves like an enormous dog, um, which is really kind of what you want out of an elephant. Because elephants either stand there and don't do anything, or they charge you and kill you. Um, but an elephant that behaves like a dog can play with you. You can scratch its elephant <laughs> belly. Yeah. Um, and you can ride around on it, because technically you could ride around on dogs if they were big enough. Cool. And plus, it gives you a free shower. Just yeah, sticks yeah. its trunk in through the window every morning. <laughs> yeah. And there you go. Um, I learned that from the Flintstones. Uh, yeah. That's a TV show from, you know, a long time ago. Hey, Is Rodrigo. That, I've, never, I've never heard of it. Hey, Rodrigo. What's up? You know what you get when you cross an elephant with a rhinoceros? I do not. Elephino. Get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pretend that Zach is laughing at me and not Steven's no cell. <laughs> Matthew, what do you have as your number three? I don't want to tell you. You'll no sell it. <laughs> no, no, no. I promise that I uh, won't not no sell it. Fine. Well, entering into the realm of the ridiculous for just a moment, and given our answers thus far, that's actually saying something. <laughs> There used to be a time when kids would come home after school and sit down and watch TV and be expected to believe that a 70-ton robot could turn into a handgun that you could then pick up and shoot people pew, pew, pew with. And that is problematic. But by the same token, my brain also accepted the fact that a slightly larger robot could turn into a boombox that you could run around and play with and listen to your awesome 80s music that goes because that's how 80s music went but once you've accepted that horrifying premise then you have to accept the cool pet portion of the program by which the coolest of the Decepticons Soundwave would push a button on his shoulder and the cassette deck in his chest would open up and out would fly these robot cassettes that would then transform into awesome little things. He had Ravage, who was this wild cat who could attack. And he had the sneaky, sneaky bird thing whose name escapes me, but I hate him. Laserbeak is his name. And he had uh, one that was really just kind of stupid and ran around and went, Hey, my name's It was French. a guy, wasn't it? He had like a, little, like a little man. Yeah, Frenzy and Rumble, who honestly are fun in their own stupid little way and smash things with their fists. Mm. And I started thinking about how cool would it be is if, if I had my own mini cassettes to where if anybody irritated me, I could just push a hole on my shoulder and then someone would come out and start an earthquake or, you know, eat somebody. Then you could send laser beak around to spy on your boss and get all of the dirt you need to try and get that secret promotion. So, you know, if you happen to see my byline move up anywhere on major spoilers, you know I got my laser beak. It I'm, just, awesome. I'm just glad you didn't say Sam Witwicky. Sam Witwicky. Yes. No. That, is, that is how the Transformers think of him. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. Who forgot to feed, feed the Witwicky? Ah, <laughs> oh, it is the right of all sentient beings. Oh, Sam, not on the carpet. <laughs> but yeah, the, the mini cassettes. And Blaster had a slightly less cool set of his own in season three to where he had a guy who talked all in sports talk and a guy who was kind of, you know, uh, a historian idiot. And then I think he had his, a dog to match Soundwave's cat. 
but you know, it's just one of those moments where you're like, take a step back, blaster. You'll never be Soundwave, even if you do have a cooler color scheme. <laughs> you, yes, even if you're exactly the same, the same thing with a different color scheme. Exactly. But you see, the the thing about it, Soundwave, once again voiced by Frank Welker, blaster voiced by some guy. Some guy will never beat Frank Welker, mm. and really. That's kind of like being in the army, which is why my number three is the Decepticon mini cassettes that Soundwave treated as his pets and or children, depending on what episode and who was handling the right. I can I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Wouldn't that so, be cool to have your own laser beak? Yeah, yeah. Robot bird. That'd be cool. Yeah. Robot bird. Robot bird. Does um, whatever a robot turd. Oh, no. Speaking of robot turds. <laughs> I had a real problem because I was like, huh, do do robots count as a pet? I think if they're pet-like robots. Yeah, so I then felt very comfortable putting the doctor's canine yeah. as my, uh, what are we up to, number two? Yeah. Um, oh. Acts like a dog, kind of shaped like a dog, incredibly smart. Unless he gets too close to a magnet, and then it's like, <laughs> just kind of grinds at you. And uh, and then, you know, as the uh, United Nations come storming my um, fortress, K-9 can just stick out a little laser out of his mouth and zap everybody and uh, destroy them. We are in a car. Bzzz. Thank you, K-9. Oh, yeah, and he's got those cool... Little uh, ears that yeah. uh, that, that are the ear antenna. Uh, in, ear antenna that, that look basically like potato. But chip what antenna. happens when Pikachu sends out a thunderbolt and fries canine? Oh no, he's got uh, electromagnetic pulse. Uh, yeah, he's, oh, he's good. Gallifreyan technology from the future. Yeah, man, man, that's smart thinking. Electromagnetic. They planned pulse for the Pokemon. Yeah, they did. On Gallifrey. Well, how do you think the the Time Lords got knocked down to just a small race of people? It wasn't the Daleks. It was the Pokemons. Mm-hmm. It was the Pikachus. Man. Pikachu. So what do you have as your number two? K9. I think it'd just be robot dish. dog. There's nothing better than a robot dog. Yeah, in yeah. fact, it's you look cool. at it, what's the first kind of uh, robot that they were trying to get into the homes? Robot dogs. Remember those little uh, Ibos, the little uh, mm-hmm. oh, I dog had one pets? Of those little thingies. I got a, I got a Roomba. Is <laughs> that the thing? <laughs> it was just a little tiny dog. Yeah, yeah. And it does tricks and sits down and heart lights up on its chest. Yeah. Yeah. So, arf, yeah. arf, arf. I think yeah. canine would be pretty cool. It wouldn't be able to go up and down stairs. I don't think it ever could go up and down stairs, did it? Doctor, I am stuck up here. You're Doctor. thinking of the Daleks. <laughs> well, I don't think canine could go up and down stairs. Didn't he have to they have can... a ramp that came out to make him go up and down the stairs? Canine can fly, man. Could he? Okay. Yes. Well, good. He can have. Uh, he can keep an eye on uh, Ula when they go out to do their daily uh, flying. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got as your uh, number two there, Zach? Number two. Let's let's step back into the real world here for a second. All right. Let's, no, let's, do let's, we let's have get down to. to the real nitty gritty of the earth. Okay. Ever yeah. since I was a small child. I hope he says a dust mite or something. <laughs> <laughs> a flea circus. Uh, since I was a small child, I went to a zoo. And I saw an animal there that was freaking awesome because it hopped. And I saw it on cartoons later, and it boxed, thus making it the greatest creation on Earth. My number two is, is a kangaroo. No, giraffes don't do anything besides eat fruit from the highest of the trees. But my number two is a kangaroo, because they're cool looking. And I saw a picture on Instagram yesterday of one in pajamas, and it was really cute. <laughs> <laughs> And you know uh, they can—they've got that pouch that you can just store all sorts of things in there. All sorts of things. Yeah, all sorts of things, and that won't hurt them or get infected at all. <laughs> no, we'll come out all covered in some kind of a mucus. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, that same problem with Pikachu. Yeah, that's that's where they keep their babies. Well, I know they keep their babies, but I thought that's after they're born, though, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is there a mucus like that? Until they're born, I mean, why not just throw in? Sure, yeah. <laughs> where where else are they going to keep their boxing gloves, I mean, Zach? I got to tell you, I hate carrying my wallet in my pocket. If I can have an animal, <laughs> I can just hold my wallet for me. Bonus. And That's why you want to get married, because she'll have a purse, and you can just like, here, hold this. Could you imagine if the kangaroo is big enough, yeah. you could just sit on its back? And then she just turns around to you and says, The way that kangaroos move, that would be very uncomfortable. It would. Save on gas, though. I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah but it would definitely bruise your... Uh, what if I get a saddle? 
then the saddle would bruise your business. That's <laughs> yeah, very true. Well, either way, I have a kangaroo. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you should just teach to drive if you don't want to drive. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, that's it. What do you have for your number two, or Rodrigo? My, uh... He can't tell us apart. No, his children can't. Um, I get called Zach about oh, half man. the time. I was showing pictures today, and I was like, who's that? Rob, who's that? Brian, who's that? Daddy, who's that? Zach, Who's that? Other Zach? Yep. <laughs> Which, you know, out of all the people that you mentioned so far, other Zach is probably the least true. No, no. <laughs> Zach was actually the other Zach. Oh, I'm Zach and he's the other Zach? Awesome. I have I have usurped. Nice. Uh, my number two. And if you want to really seize power, you can borrow my Sky Buffalo and Pikachu combo. Nah, that's okay. Okay. That. That really just seems like a, a situation where the Pikachu might like get annoyed at the Sky Bison or you're like 100 feet in the air and <laughs> yeah. cause some kind of tumbling situation. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely have to like uh, socialize them to each other for, for a while. Yes, yes. Um, now, my number two is a pet in the sense that it's kind of got an animal intelligence um, in in a way, but mostly it's something that you kind of wear, like it's a uh, <laughs> creature that uh, bonds with you and gives you awesome teeth. Uh, I'm talking about a Venom symbiote. That would be an awesome pet to have. You think? Like, you keep it in a little box. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, who's a good symbiote? And then if somebody gets in my face and I'm just like... <laughs> Or, better yet, if I want no one ever to mess with me again, what I do is I take Snarf and bond the Venom symbiote to it and create the most unholy creature in the universe. Oh, my goodness. The Ven Snarf. Yeah, and then we all die. (laughs) Yes, because that's exactly what happened. We call ourselves Snarf. All right, Matthew, what do you have as your number two? It has become clear throughout this top five that as in every good adventure tale, it it falls upon me to be the hero who defends the universe against my friends who have become drunk with power. So when Steven, when Steven screams out of the sky on his flying death yak of electricity and Rodrigo is racing across the streets with his venom snarf, and, and Zach is realizing what a really bad idea, testicular-wise, it is to try and <laughs> settle a kangaroo. I must I defend humanity. Steel, and to do that, my young friends, I shall bring out my number two, my ace in the hole, a ten-legged rhinoceros slash triceratops that can fire energy rocks out of his face who is completely immune to electricity, who is made of rock. A ten-legged rock rhino triceratops slash cannon named Tundro from the planet Herculoid. <laughs> when I was a kid... Man, the Herculoids. I, you love that show. <laughs> yeah, because they, they had a shmoo on there. They two had two, the gloop and the gleep. And yeah. then they had Igu, the great rock ape, and yep. Zok, the flying space dragon, and Tundro, though. What the f*** is that? Zach's just looking at us like we're making this all up. Okay, Zach, I want you to pretend that Sounds I like was... Japanese. I'm, I'm talking about Gumball for a minute. He's part, <laughs> he's gumball. part insect, you part little, dinosaur. You missed the whole age range there. <laughs> part howitzer. I mean, really... It, it, it's the it's best you can have in a pet. Yes. It's, it's, uh, he fires explosive thing, energy it? rocks from his face. He has a, a horn that fires these cannon blasts that can shatter stone and knock down entire fields of gold. Why am I speaking in sting songs? I'll tell you why. I am so impressed by my number two. You really need to look this up, Zachary. You need to look up the Herculoids. The Herculoids were fun. And you'll see a guy who looks like, you know, Tarzan. And his hot wife, 
and two little gloopy guys and a guy who looks like a dragon and a guy who looks like a monkey. And then you'll see a thing and you will sit there and think, what in God's name is that? Yeah, it's the most bizarre thing you've ever seen. It, that is the last line of defense against the worst scum of the universe. And by that, I mean my fellow podcasters here on Top 5. <laughs> I, always got, I always got the Herculoids and uh, Thundar the Bear Barbarian uh, creatures always mixed up. Yeah. Because I always like, oh, Herculoids, this is one that has Ookla the Mock in it. And I was nope. like, nope. Yeah. It's a similar gestalt, though. You got that, that whole sort of uh, feeling of the space barbarian thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah in, a, in a sense, it's just a show that has, like, four different Ooklas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to some degree. This Rhinoceros uh, guy doesn't look very threatening. Oh, you haven't seen him in action. No, yeah. he's like just I also remember there. this is a uh, uh, old school 19, 1960s. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> His legs look like tree stumps. Yeah, he's like yeah. a, he's weirdly also like a plant. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, cool. he's the awesomest thing you're ever going to see, mister. Man, I'm going to And as, as soon as I figure out what you feed a tundra, whatever they want. You want to stay away from my garage. You, you That's what it, I'm saying. You feed it snarfs. Speaking of snarf, feeding whatever snarf. it wants, it's time to get to our number ones. My number one, diving back into the uh, Pokemon universe, mm. is Snorlax. Mm. <clears throat> Whoa. Just this thousand pound thing. He can eat whatever he wants, so you know you just let him free roam. Sure. Right? But probably needs... Very little care because he just lays down and goes to sleep. And providing he's not in between your couch and the TV, you're probably okay. And again, if the people are trying to break into my secret fortress, mm-hmm. just prop him up against the door and they ain't getting in. No, that's true. You need you need a, a whole machine to get him to yep. move. I don't know what it is, but there's something about sn- the two Pokemon that I think are really, really cool. Uh, Snorlax mm-hmm. and Jigglypuff. Now, Jigglypuff you don't want as a pet for obvious reasons. Right, right. And you definitely don't want a Jigglypuff and a Snorlax in the same because, room together. Because Jigglypuff would just turn you into a Snorlax. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, there's something about Snorlax. He looks just big and fluffy and you want to curl up with him. In fact, I'm pretty sure that they have made a jumbo beanbag. Mm-hmm. One of these things that are like six foot in size mm-hmm. that looks like Snorlax. That would be the bomb. It would be. I'm gonna, I think it was a fan-made thing, but I think if you go online and look for like Snorlax beanbag... You'll find one, but just he's so cuddly. You want to pinch his cheeks, or or you might find my uh, pirate radio handle from back in the day. <laughs> I'm Snorlax, yo. Snorlax beanbag. <laughs> Snorlax beanbag. <laughs> but I'm a, I'm my number one. Snorlax doesn't require a lot of maintenance. Will eat anything that you feed him, and uh, generally seems to be a happy kind of uh, of, a, of a pet. And I suppose you so, could squeeze him into that little tiny ball. Yep. Snorlax. So it's yep. Basically, Zach. No, Zach's yeah. nowhere close to the Snorlax. No, Zach's, Zach's, no. Zach's a skinny kid. Snor- Snorlax sleeps more than He's, I do. Zach's more of a pseudo wudo looking guy. <laughs> I like to think of myself as a, uh, as a, as a machamp, maybe. A machamp. Maybe a Psyduck. I do have a lot of headaches. Psyduck. Yeah, Psyduck's pretty cool. So the uh, Snorlax Pokemon full-size beanbag chair. Currently yep. not in stock. Yep, that was it. That is it. I'm I'm frightened at the fact that those words came out and they all seem to have meaning. I want a snor- I, I want a giant Snorlax beanbag so bad. Uh, that would be really cool. I'm really worried because I'm starting to get a nosebleed. Three hundred and ninety dollars for one. Oh, uh, that's pretty expensive. Wow. Have I mentioned members? Snorlax.com. <laughs> Snorlax beanbag. Snorlax beanbag. Right. Well, guys, uh, I was going to try and get us a headquarters, but instead, <laughs> Snorlax, Snorlax beanbag. beanbag. Oh, just We've... imagine in the uh, secret headquarters, we'd have nothing but Snorlax beanbags oh. for our meetings. Yeah, we, would, we would all be very happy about our back problems. <laughs> Your meetings of, of the Legion of Doom. <laughs> if we only buy one Snorlax beanbag, we could have a competition every week. Whoever generates the most content gets to sleep on Snorlax for the week. Wow. For, the, for the hour, gets to take their afternoon no, nap on the Snorlax. The whole week, you take Snorlax week. home. Yeah, that sounds gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my number one. Zach, what do you have as your number one? My number one, uh, we're going we're gonna to travel back to the land of Pokemon. Again? Yes. I think we're already there. Okay, wow. well, let's, let's be there still. Uh, 
as has been mentioned many times before, I'm the youngest on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Tiny, I was tiny baby. I was essentially the target audience when Pokemon hit America. Thus, I love it so. I had a poster of all the Pokemon originally in the first generation. Oh yeah, on my wall, and one whom I fell completely in love with is Dragonite. Dragonite. Was that the? What does he look like? It's an orange he looks, dragon. He looks like an orange dragon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got yeah. little legs. tiny wings. Okay. Yeah. And he like turns into Charmander antenna. later. No, 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 no. no, no. Charmander. 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 Charizard. Charizard. Oh, okay. Charizard was uh, a candidate for number Pokemon. one, but he seems a little more fierce than Dragonite. He, he is. He seems fierce. Dragonite so. seems like a friendly, uh, a friendly companion. He'd take me up in the skies. Can still do all the courts, courts of sorts of cool stuff. Dragons mm-hmm. have the ability to learn a lot of different techniques and such. Yeah, in Pokemon, which is pretty cool. Um, but I always just like Dragonite. Could never really find one. It was always hard to get one. That cost me many restless nights. Yeah, you pretty much had to evolve them. Yeah, like, I don't yeah. think there was a way to find them in the mm-hmm. wild back in no, the day. No, you had to evolve it from Dragonair. Yeah, something like that. From a Dratini originally, or something like that. Oh yeah, a Dry Martini, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shaken. That's how you evolve it. Yeah, <laughs> put it in the Pokeball, shake, shake it up, it, it comes out. If it survives, it evolves. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't stir. No, no, no. Don't stir your Pokemon. That'd be my number one pet Sh- choice. Would be a Dragonite. I could fly anywhere I want mm. to go and take down all the bad people with cool abilities. Yeah. Don't look at me when you say that. Well, you did fire me like forty-five minutes ago. Yeah, you did fire him like forty-five <laughs> times today. Today. 46. <laughs> <laughs> Say Great Caesar's ghost for us, Stephen. Jimmy! <laughs> Miss Brandt! Mr. Zack, where's my cigar? Where's my coffee? Who the hell is this Spider-Man guy? <laughs> uh, Front page this week, Snorlax. Menace or soft, cuddly monster? <laughs> I want pictures. Parker! <laughs> All right. <laughs> Oh, it's funny because it's true. (laughs) 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 Number one for you, Rodrigo. Uh, Number one for me, I used to be an actual animal. Uh Uh-oh. This ain't good. But is now extinct. Way to bring the show down. Yeah, I know. But if there was a way for me to get uh, this creature to be my pet... And also to somehow genetically manipulate it so that it wasn't a fierce predator that would probably try to pick out my eyeballs. Um, I would definitely get a micro raptor. Whoa. And they open doors? Uh, probably. Um, micro raptors are about the size of. Yeah, they're about the. like Small cat? Yeah, probably. These are the um, ones in the. Uh... Jurassic Park that we're feeding on the dead. No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, these. Well, unless or like, like some a of Gallimompus like, or something. I mean, yeah, that's a Gallimompus. <laughs> Gallimompus. <laughs> that's that. I, I, I ch- yes, I changed my answer. <laughs> what I want is whatever the hell a Gallimompus is. <laughs> what is that again? What is uh, your Gallimimus? Gallimimus. No, is that the one you said? No, no. A Microraptor. Microraptor. Yeah. Oh no, those are bad, bad news, dude. Yeah, Microraptors are little <laughs> tiny bird dinosaurs. <laughs> Um, they have they have wings in their wings and they have they, wings they have okay here's the deal well, tell right, me here sounds let me, awesome. let me describe this. let me describe a microraptor to you okay, okay. think of like a, a velociraptor from yes. jurassic park yes except okay. it's the size of a cat right all right now oh my gosh where its hands would be there are wings yes but there's still little claws at the end yes um where its legs would be are leg wings Leg wings. Whoa. Yes, Wait, big... so it doesn't walk? It does walk. Well, actually, they don't know. It might have been like a perching animal. But right now, the I think the leading idea is that it was a crappy glider, is what they crappy think it was. Glider. Like It mostly ran around crappy and hunted glider. for things. And sometimes it cro- it like uh, climbed up trees yeah. and hunted for things in the trees. And if it needed to get away from something, it would just like glide from tree to tree. Um, they don't know exactly how it used its back wings. You know, a lot of people, awesome. like, um, 
picture it like splaying out all of its yeah, limbs, yeah. but they're thinking right now that they actually couldn't. So okay. they, it Maybe probably they were used yeah, as rudders. It probably glided like a bird, like open its wings like a bird would, and then use the legs. Like it would actually like tuck them in and then just like splay the wings to kind of mm. like help it. And actually, these animals, they think technically. They were like five winged animals because their, their, tail. their oh. tails would be covered with feathers and wow. they were super long. So they would actually also use them not just as rudders, but to generate lift. So um, these are uh, really, really weird critters um, that would be cool. If I had a Microraptor, I would be the coolest pirate. <laughs> <laughs> Tell it, bitch your ear off. Yep. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It would have to be trained. I mean, these animals—a little muzzle on it. These these animals were probably uh, very intelligent. Like they were at least as intelligent as chickens. Were they at least intelligent? They were uh, not as intelligent as Ewoks, though, right? Um, well, that depends. They definitely didn't sing as well as Ewoks. Is is the is the leading uh, theory? Theory right now. <laughs> but but could they rig up a, a log trap to destroy a giant? Uh, mechanized um, snorlax yes a giant mechanized snorlax <laughs> only snarf knows <laughs> all right matthew it's all down uh, to you <laughs> dazzle us and amaze us with the most wanted pet I'm on your list well when i was a young boy when he was, was a young, young boy <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say warthog. I just said when he was a young boy. Well, well picked up on your cue there. You guys are truly a well-oiled machine of supervillainy. <laughs> when I was a young boy, there was a lot of stuff on the television. And there was a time, about the time I was 11 or 12, that the television said, you know what we should do? And I said, are, are you talking to me? He said, no, I'm, I'm having a theoretical conversation with myself. I said, okay, I'll let you go on. The television said, we should do superheroes, but not normal superheroes. Oh, no, 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 no. We should do weird TV superheroes. And so was born the A-Team and the Knight Rider and the things of that nature. But one show stuck in my head, and it was barely on the air. Twelve episodes were made. It was aired on like a Friday night, and it featured Desi Arnaz Jr. as a supercomputer hacker who created a computerized superhero called Automan. 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 And the Automan was an automatic cool man. Car. He was a hologram, but to utilize his powers, he could create a helicopter or a Ferrari, mm -hmm. and he did that. Through his sidekick, his pet, if you will, Cursor. Yep. And Cursor would go and he would say, Cursor, car. And Cursor would be like, and Cursor would draw him a Maserati and he would drive across town in that Maserati. A car that had would, like, a car that had like zero inertia. So it'd yes. make like a 90 degree right turn. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, and Desi Arnaz would go rolling out the side of the car. I remember being yes. really into that car. Yeah. Yes. And especially because, yeah, it would like, like, slide in between the other cars yeah it was the tronniest tron that ever oh, it did was it was most definitely a tronny tron tron, tron, -tron. and auto man was really awesome mostly because of cursor because you know there were as an episode or two where they're like oh no auto man is down cursor cannot draw anything and i'm like well, is, doesn't that mean that Cursor is really the superhero here? Mm -hmm. But think about this. Cursor is a pet who can manifest in the real world basically hard light holograms that allow you to do whatever you want. Yeah. So, you know, in my, in my, my stead as the only superhero to keep the three of you from laying waste to the planet, either that or the fourth member of the evil cabal and I choose the southern hemisphere – um, uh, the cursor would give you the ultimate power and you'd have all of that power. You'd have the power over light and space and electricity and guys drawing on cheesy, the actual cells. Cheesy of the, 80s uh, <laughs> visual effects. <laughs> yeah. You'd have the power over mullets and the, the power over, you know, the, the permanent wave, whatever that thing was that was well, on. Most certainly wasn't, head. most certainly wasn't a mullet. Every time I look at <laughs> Auto Man, I'm like, this is what happens. 
when you don't calculate your quantum leap all the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> but the, the best part is, ladies and gentlemen, and this doesn't have anything to do with the pet. This is just me talking out my face. Auto Man had a secret identity. And he pretended to be a government agent named Auto Man. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's the best secret identity of not even at all a secret identity. That would be like Anakin Skywalker going in and saying, Hi, my name's Darth Vadek. I'm not the same guy that you know. My name is Darth Vay. Darth Vader. Exactly. Durr. But yes, my number one, Cursor, the, the true power behind the throne of Automan, colon, the automatic man. Heather McNair. Listeners, this is what happens when you point us to top tens. Plus, or, Desi or, Arnaz sorry, Jr. Top fives. was actually the baby born on the Lucy show. Wow. He was little Ricky. He's like a TV baby. When, yeah, when listeners send us top five requests, these are the things that happen. Mm -hmm. Are top you trying five, to discourage them? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We're going to let them decide because there's a whole comment section over at Majorspoilers.com <laughs> where they can share their feedback, their thoughts, their ideas about this show. In fact, what we want them to do is go over there and in the comment section, tell us uh, what you liked, what you didn't like. But also, more importantly, tell us your top five favorite pets, real or imaginary. Thank God for that imaginary. Oh, yeah, man. I'd be like a dog, yeah, like a, a different dog, dog, a more different dog, dog. a turtle, <laughs> a big dog, uh, one of the, one of them little purple birds that craps all over the place, <laughs> uh, a turtle, uh, yep, uh, another turtle, more, actually a different so, turtle. I wouldn't mind one of those giant tortoises if they weren't illegal to have. Galapagos Whoops, turtle, sorry, barbecued <laughs> shrimp, <laughs> barbecued shrimp, <laughs> shrimp, shrimp chow mein, <laughs> shrimp burger. <laughs> All right, listeners, you know what to do. You can contact us at podcast at Majorspoilers.com. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at Majorspoilers. You can follow Zach at ZWolf. That's two O's in Wolf. You can follow Rodrigo at uh, Fearsome Critter. And you can follow Matthew at Mighty King Cobra. And uh, until next time, remember, everybody loves a list. If you have any questions, comments, topic ideas for future shows, or would like to sponsor a show, send an email to podcast at Majorspoilers.com. Visit Majorspoilers at Majorspoilers.com and be sure to check out the Major Spoilers forum. You can also follow Major Spoilers on Twitter at twitter.com slash Majorspoilers. 